the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Use promo code NFCBEAST for 15% off. Active until the Eagles or Giants lose their next game. That's promo code NFCBEAST for 15% off the SGPN Merch Store. I'm just about that action, boss. Yes, sir. We are back here with another episode of NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You know what today it is? It's time for the Thursday night football breakdown. It's me, you know me, the voice, the guy, really real, villain real, Terrell Furman Jr. at your service, and my co-host, lovely Scott Studio, Studio Reichel. Scott, what's going on? Nothing much. Happy to be back. Hopefully we have at least two touchdowns in this Thursday night game. You know, asking a lot here, but hopefully we have some actual points. We should, because I can tell you right now, one of these defenses isn't very good. So I'm expecting to see some points. But either way, hopefully this is an entertaining game. It's Mm -hmm. in a dome. So please score some points. And I really want to see something that I can actually watch. Absolutely. You know, last week was the Commanders and the Bears 12-7 final score. Very, very Big Ten final score, like, wouldn't you say? Uh, it very was. It very much was. I thought Illinois was playing instead of the Bears. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, this week should be better. It, In theory, it should be better. But who knows? Short week, both of these teams could just lay up between the Cardinals and the Saints. Before we get into the breakdown, let's just go ahead and talk to you about WinBet and their bet $100, get $100 promotion where a $100 free, where a $100 bet qualifies you for a $100 free bet. And you can join the Win's Biggest Winners Club by having the most degenerate parlay out. Last week, somebody hit a 150 to 1 parlay, betting $110 to win $16,000. Like, Come on. Oh, my gosh. They absolutely killed it. And if you win and you have the the best parlay, not only are you going to get your parlay winnings, but you're also going to get a $1,000 free bet from WinBet. I mean, come on. It's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Also, just change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Ooh-wee. Here we go. Thursday night breakdown for week six. Or is this week seven? Week seven. It's seven. Yeah, seven. Week seven of NFL football. We have... The New Orleans Saints traveling to play the Arizona Cardinals. Minus two and a half is the line. 44 is the total. 
opened up at 46 all the way down to 44. People are betting the under here in this game. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot to talk about here. You talk about the injury report. The Saints are dead. Yeah. That's really the injury report. In fact, it was actually just confirmed a couple minutes ago that everyone who you think might be out for this game is basically out. I was wondering about Lattimore because Mm -hmm. he's the main piece of that secondary. He's out. They're still going to miss a bunch of wide receivers. Do you want to make a case for the Saints in this one, besides the fact that they're at home and Arizona could barely move the ball against Seattle? No, not really. I think I'm on Arizona here. This just feels like the spot where Kyler goes out there and saves Cliff Kingsbury. Can't even say his name. That's how much I hate him. Cliff Kingsbury's job. It sounds like that's the point where Kyler just goes out and saves his job. Like he always does. He always does something where you're like, okay, they're definitely going to fire Kingsbury after this. And then Kyler just has a great game and everybody forget that Kingsbury sucks as a coach. So, I mean, it just really feels like this spot. He plays better with DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins is in the lineup. I'm I, I, all over the cards here. I can't really see any type of angle for the Saints right here. I think the only angle you have is that Seattle's defense is arguably the worst in the league, and Arizona scored three points because they had a defensive touchdown in that game. Now, the counterpoint is Arizona's defense, I don't know what happened after mm-hmm. the first couple of weeks. It's randomly a squad. Like They have a good unit out there. I don't know when it happened, but I think it started with the Carolina game. And ever since then, Arizona's defense has been one of the most underrated units in the entire league. And you're looking Mm -hmm. at what the Saints have offensively. We don't know who the starting quarterback is, which is a problem, because Dalton's banged up and Winston is banged up, but one of them is going to start. So we're not sure which one. I'm not sure if it matters. But you're looking at the Saints' weapons with, you know, Jarvis Landry missing a bunch of time, Olave missing time, Mike Thomas getting hurt. Do you like any weapons from this team besides Kamara and maybe a little bit of Traquan Smith? Mm. They don't. Have, they don't have much. Yeah, I, I think the only thing that you know they have going for them is it sounds like Chris Olave is going to go. Yeah, which would be a big boost because we both know that he was a dark horse candidate to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. And you go through the actual last couple of games he played. He was solid. and He, he was got leading injured. the league in air, in your air. Ooh, wow. Air whoa, 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 whoa. What's going on there? Let's run that back. Rewind. But yeah, no. Uh, he What's the name? <laughs> that was funny. No. Yeah, so he le- he led the league in air yards before he was out. Like everybody, not just rookies. Catch. He led everybody in the league in air yards before he was out. He got injured on the touchdown catch as well. So he was actually yeah. being a threat in the red zone. He's a good player. Olave being back is big, but the issue is I really don't trust whichever quarterback they use. The defense has really been overrated from the start of the season, and now half the defense is banged up. Mm-hmm. I just have too many questions. For me, I'm going to go with the Cardinals as well. I don't feel great about it, but we've seen a lot of chaos on Thursday night so far mm-hmm. this season. A lot of competitive but awful games. I like Arizona's defense a lot more than the Saints' defense. And at no point during the season or before the season did I think I was going to say that, but that's the case right now. Mm. So give me Arizona. Yeah. Only thing that makes me nervous is I don't see why anybody is betting New Orleans. Like, I just can't see what is influencing any, besides the fact that the Cardinals suck at home. And maybe that is the angle. Maybe that's the angle. The Cardinals really are really, really bad ATS at home. Like, just in any situation, they're bad at home. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm good. Total 44. 
I mean, so we talked excited. about it in our total show a little bit. I'll let you just go ahead and hit any little points. I think you're on the under. I'm on the over. I'm so torn on this one, though. No, I, w- I was leaning under because I thought there's a chance that Lattimore plays and then mm-hmm. you end up beating a line move. But now that Lattimore's out, this secondary is atrocious, man. I mean, it's mm-hmm. really, really bad. Hopkins is coming back. I'm not sure if he's going to do much, but the point is you still have to keep an eye on him, and the Saints are very limited at corner. Do I think the Saints can actually run the ball against this Arizona defense? That's really what the game's going to come down to. I think I'm still going to lean under, but I'm a lot more hesitant than I was in the first place. If Lattimore was playing, I would definitely be on the under. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just leaning that way. Okay. All right. I am. I'm on over. I yep. I just think that the Saints defense is really bad. I think last week was the letdown in a division game and you come back after getting basically killed in a division game like they would have got blown out if their defense wasn't playing as well as they're playing they would have got completely blown out of the water so I think that after having a letdown by the offense where you only got three points against that defense and you pretty sure you went in that game thinking that you could get up move the ball up and down the field on them I think that this is the spot where they say all right let's get the offense back going let's we got D hop back let's go out there and just completely get in our bag offensively so and I think the Saints can keep up whether it's Dalton or whether it's Winston I just think that they have a pretty nice system and they can keep up on offense uh where where are we where else are we going with this oh let's do let's no 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 before we talk first touchdown because we do gotta give out first touchdown before we talk first touchdown no we gotta talk no house advantage and they're changing the game by doing the having the most dynamic fantasy sports platform i mean you can get two hundred fifty thousand dollars from a pick'em contest versus other people or you can play against the house and win up to 20 times your entry go five player props over nfl could be nba or mlb that's going on too pga is still happening mma is always going on nascar like you could do whatever whatever you want to do you could do it sign up now with promo code sgpn at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app get a first deposit bonus up to 25 dollars. code sgpn you can do it at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app in your app store we're also brought to you by Babbel, where you can get foreign language lessons in way less of time than it takes. And I went to college to go take foreign language class. Like you can you can do this 10 minutes to complete a lesson on your phone. Super easy. You can learn and have conversations in as little as three weeks from these lessons. They have real experts that are creating these lessons, not that AI stuff that other people are using real experts over. They have 14 different languages that you can have all of that. And right now you can get up to 15% off your subscription. When you go to babble.com says SGP, that's 15% off 55% off. I'm sorry. 55% off. When you go to babble.com slash SGP. All right. First touchdown, Scott. What are you looking at? So there's a couple of options here. I'm not going to go with any of the serious chalk plays. Taysom Hill, you'd think would be a fun long shot until you look at the odds and you realize he's roughly like eight to one. <laughs> there's just oh, no is value he really? there. It, it's rough. I don't I know if you see, see better odds there, but. No, I didn't see him. That's why I was. Confused. I see him at 850. 
It's okay. it's really ugly, so I'm not going to bother. I am going to go to somebody. In oh, I see him at 10 to 1. Okay, I see 10 to 1. 1. Okay, so once again, shop your lines. We'll compare. Uh, but I am going to go with a person who I think has been flying under the radar so far this season, and it's going to be for the Cardinals. I'm going to take Zach Ertz at okay. around 13 to 1. I don't know if you see a better price than that, but I'm going to go with 13 to 1. Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray seems to target him a lot, especially in the red zone. Hasn't really worked out, but the point is I do think that they will go to him because he's a security blanket. Hopkins is back. I wonder if there's some rust involved. The rest of the receiving core isn't great because Hollywood Brown is out for the next two months or so. So they traded for Robbie Anderson. He's a streak specialist, and he also doesn't know the playbook, so he's barely going to be involved. I'll go with Zach Ertz because I do think he is definitely an underneath route runner who Murray trusts, and that's good enough for me against this awful pass defense. Give me Ertz at 13-1. to 1. Okay. Anything else you got? Yeah, so that's my first one. Uh, moving down the line, uh, I, th- I thought about Rondell, but I think I'm going to pass on that one. Uh, what else do I want to do here? Um, I don't see many insanely good options. Like, Eno, I think is okay at 8-1, to 1, but eh, I'm not going to bother. Kyler's 950 as well. I don't see much value on that. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Saints player now. I'm going to transition over. I'm going to take a guy that actually scored a touchdown last week. I'm going to take Traquan Smith at 18-1. to 1. He's had mediocre games. He's had two good games and two bad games so far, but it seems like in the red zone, he's going to be on the field. You're looking at the injury report. The Saints really don't have many guys at the receiver position. Mm-hmm. Olave is coming back, which helps. I wonder if he's going to be on a snap count or what the story is there. But Traquan at 18-1 to 1 for a guy who scored last week, I don't mind that either. I'll take Traquan Smith at 18 to 1. But I really don't see many good long shot value plays here unless you want to take a defense. I just don't see much. Do you see something that I'm missing? Because I don't see many long shots. Maybe Mark Ingram if you think he gets a touch in the red zone, but eh. Uh, it, it's kind of a stretch. So as of right now, I think my I think my main choices are going to be uh Ertz, I'm definitely taking a 13 to 1. I'm definitely going to take Trey Quan at 18 to 1. The question is, who do I want to take as my third option? You know what? I'm going to take another Saints receiver. Give me Chris Olave at 11 to 1. Okay. And those are my three. I could go for a cheaper one somewhere in the single digit range, 8 to 1, 9. I'm not going to bother. I'll go for the long shots here. Give me three separate double digit team plus, uh, you know, long shots there. Yeah. No. All right. Oh, let's see here. Let's kick it off. Kyler 10 to 1. Yeah. That's for sure. Uh, I'm going Rondell Moore 14 to 1. Okay. And that's just more of kind of. I found Rondell at 16. 16. Yeah. I'll take that. So Rondell 16 to 1. And it's just more of kind of everybody's given D hop the attention more than likely Rondell's increased his snap percentage to where he played 99% of the offensive snaps last week. So yeah, Rondell Moore. Um, let's see who else do I, those are my, for my saints. Let me do. I was really annoyed at how few long shot options really jumped out at me. Cause you know, that both, we both love to give out some good long shots here, but yeah. We don't even know who the Saints quarterback is. Like, we can't even take the QB, like, sneak draw because we don't know who's going to be the one sneaking. Let me do – I don't know why these – these actually do feel criminally mispriced. 
and I guess it's because they're expecting points, maybe. This just feels criminally mispriced, but give me Jawan Johnson, 19 to 1. Okay. Cardinals are, if there's ever a hole on that Cardinals defense, it's what they do against the tight end position. So I like Jawan Johnson for for that. And am I really, uh, there's nothing that's like super, I want something with some crazy value. I'm probably going to, no. Mm. Are you going like AJ Green? Like uh, I'm not even sure where you're going to go with this one. I was gonna go another. I wanted to go another saint and make a case for another saint, and I can't really do it. So just give me Trey McBride, fifty-five to one. Okay, that's one. All right. Uh, yeah, those. It just seems like the prices are these first touchdowns are mispriced. No, because you're hoping so. for quarterbacks that you're used to seeing somewhere in like the twenty to one range, and both of them are in arguably single digits, or Kyler's at ten to one. I, I just there wasn't really much to look at, so that's kind of why I picked three middle of the road shots, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Player props. What you looking at prop wise, good sir? So for the first player prop, I am going to continue to fade this Saints defense, mm-hmm. even though the offense really did not do much against Seattle last week. I do have to look at Kyler because his passing yards in this one is 245 and a half, and that just seems a little bit too low to me, especially with how Burrow completely torched this defense last week. Arizona running the ball, they're okay. They're not great by any means. Benjamin was pretty mediocre last week. I know Kyler ran for about 100 and change, but I do think that Arizona has enough weapons to exploit the Saints defense with no Lattimore, et cetera. The Saints are allowing... Only 238.2 passing yards per game, but you're looking at the last couple of games they've played, and it wasn't exactly great. They gave up 300 yards passing to Burrow, and the and uh, the Bengals were actually underwhelming in the first half. They kind of picked it up offensively in the second half, but looking at the other games they played, uh, Geno had 268 and three touchdowns. I think that the Saints' secondary is definitely vulnerable. I think that you could see... Kyler get loose, and I do think you could end up seeing Kyler air it out, maybe over the top for a couple of big plays. So I'm looking at Kyler. I'm actually contemplating if I want to take the yards or the over one and a half touchdown passes, and I'm not sure what I want to take. But Cousins, for example, threw for 273. They've given up a lot of yards. Mm-hmm. And maybe both of us like Eno because he was good at Arizona State. No, I so don't like Eno. Oh, you don't? Really? No, okay. I don't. No, so actually on the – uh, Sunday morning live stream I did with Kramer before su- Sunday games. I said I didn't like Edo Benjamin, and I would take a Kyler bet eleven to one for him to being the the leading rusher in the game, and it hit. I don't mind that for this game either. No, no, right. I think that because they're actually this Cardinals team is really good on defense. Like their run defense is really really good, and so I think that that's a good spot where Edo Benjamin can easily get outrushed by Kyler. And if the other opposing defense isn't like the other opposing runner isn't able to get anything going, then Kyler easily can lead the game in rushing. So yeah, I I still like that props in this game as well, just like you said. But yeah, no, I don't like you know. I was just I, I, I was just throwing it good. out there because I think that he was good in Arizona State. But when I watch him play, I know he was one of the most popular waiver wire additions in fantasy last mm-hmm. week. I thought he looked pretty mediocre. I mean, Seattle's awful against the run, and Benjamin really couldn't get loose that often. I didn't think he looked that great. So I do think they're going to have to air it out a bit more than people think. And with the passing yards I mentioned from Cousins and from 
Burrow last week. I just think this number is too low. I'm going to go with the over 244, uh, 245 and a half. I also like Murray over one and a half touchdown passes at mm-hmm. even money. Even money on that against the Saints secondary feels a little disrespectful. I'm going to yeah, go with yeah. I'm going to go with Murray over one and a I half. Mean, at even I mean, I mean. The only other threat is Kyler doing it himself. I don't think Eno Benjamin is that good. Like I, I think the only other threat to that is Kyler running it at himself. Yeah, maybe they force feed Hopkins in the red zone. I mentioned Ertz. You still have Rondell could maybe take a deep pass. Robbie Anderson's a streak specialist. Yeah. Maybe in twenty percent of the snaps he gets loose on one. But the same secondary I've watched. They're really They're bad. really bad. They're bad. I mean, I had Kyler overpassing yards too. So just to hop in the analysis here. If you look at how Kyler Murray has played without DeAndre Hopkins in his career, he's 64% completion percentage, 236 yards, 1.3 touchdowns in the game. Now, if you sit here and fast forward to the games that he actually has DeAndre Hopkins in them, his completion percentage goes up to 68.8%. His passing yards go up to uh, 259.7 and his touchdowns go up to 1.7. So I, I mean, one plus one equals two. Kyler's much better with DeAndre Hopkins in the lineup. Whether DeAndre Hopkins goes off or not doesn't matter. When DeAndre Hopkins is in the lineup and he has that option or he has that uh, what's the word distraction, he has a he has better numbers. So it just feels like this is a back Kyler game. And just to ask, by the way, I'm trying to remember which game Lattimore got hurt in. Which game did he get hurt in? It was the Carolina game, mm. I think. I think he got hurt midway through the Carolina game. Oh, no. I'm trying to remember, but the point is, going through the numbers here, each of the last three quarterbacks, Cousins, Smith, and Burrow, had at least 268 yards. And in the last two weeks, with Lattimore being out, Smith and Burrow each had three touchdown passes. And Burrow had a rushing touchdown. So it could have potentially been four if he ended up throwing it in instead of running for like 15 yards for a touchdown. The point is, the same secondary shot. So give me the Kyler props. He got hurt in the Seahawks game. It was the Seahawks game. Okay, either way, midway through that game, Smith still went berserk after that. So, yeah, I'm going with the over for Tyler touchdowns and for the over in yards. I just think that those numbers are too low, especially at even money for two touchdown passes. Okay. Is that one or is that two? Like, of our three, does that count as one or is that two? Wait, it's one. It's over one and a half. No, I meant like of our three player props that we give out. Was that oh, uh, one and two, or was that one A, one B? We'll we'll figure. It doesn't matter. Whatever. We'll get <laughs> right. more well, than either merrier. way. My first matter. prop, my first prop was Kyler over passing yards. So uh, we we talked about that one. I'll just go ahead and give out my next one, which is going to be over sixty three and a half receiving yards. Chris Olave. I I mean, he he's just that good. Like, he's literally just that good. He gets the opportunity. He has the ability, the route running. And if Michael Thomas is able to suit up, it looks like he might not be. But if he also gets to uh, play off and kind of get a, get to run away and kind of hide behind uh, Byron Murphy, the standout, car- ugh, the standout corner for the Cardinals, who's having a really good season right now. So that's a little bit of a concern there. But I think that he can be able to – kind of move around the formation and be able to to not draw his shadow. Give me Chris Olave over 63 and a half receiving yards. Yeah, I like that prop too. Uh Olave is definitely a very very solid receiver in a very injured wide receiver room. So I definitely like the value on that as well. Uh for my next prop, I am going to go 
to a plus money play, actually. And Arizona's good against the running backs. We talked about that before. However, I do want to at least mention Kamara's receiving numbers this season because mm-hmm. he's been targeted a lot, and I think that there's a lot of value on this current number. So to go through Kamara's reception number for this game, it's four and a half, which sounds very high for a running back, but it's plus 125, and I'm going to take it because I'm looking at his numbers the last couple of weeks, and he has at least six receptions in each of the he has six receptions in each of the last two games. He's been targeted at least six times in each of the last two games. He mm-hmm. was targeted nine times against the Bengals last week. So I'm going with the over four and a half receptions because we talked about how the Saints wide receiver room is very injured. Alave is coming back, which helps. I still don't know if he's on a pitch count or not. Maybe they'll end up giving him 50% of the snaps, 70% of the snaps. We'll see. But plus 125 for a guy that's had six receptions in each of the last two games sounds crazy to me. Give me the over and Kamara receptions at plus 125 for four and a half. Yeah, no, I... actually sounds criminally mispriced. I think it should good be five and a half, there. arguably. Yeah, good find there. All right, let's go with my last one. I'm on the Rondell Moore train today. I think that it's going to be a Rondell Moore day. Give me his over 47 and a half. And it's just more believing in the talent of the player. I know the numbers haven't looked good, but he's been coming off of injury and he's been upping his snap count every single week and to the point where now he's putting up the numbers. Now he's doing what we thought he would be doing in this offense. So another reason why I just feel like this is a better spot for Kyler to be able to have a good game because Rondell Moore is healthy. He's getting more routes. And then you're getting DeAndre Hopkins back. You still have Zach Ertz in that lineup. Give me Rondell Moore over 47 and a half receiving yards. Uh, yeah, I, I, I originally had him in my DFS lineup and I'm still kind of working it out as we talk through the props. Mm-hmm. He, sh- at some point he's going to have to break through because he's getting targeted too many times to not break through. Yeah. And I feel like it's a good spot against this awful secondary. We talked about Kyler going nuts, either through the air with passing yards or touchdowns. Somebody has got to catch those. So mm-hmm. I do think that Rondell could get a loose for one. And if he does watch out. And if you look at his props, I mean, receptions over four and a half is minus 160. So they're expecting him to get the ball. I think he could be in the 100 plus yard candidate position. And I see that at plus 850. So I would play that. I don't mind the long shot there. I'd probably play it safer and take maybe 70 or 80 yards. So like, well, like four to one, maybe. Uh, yeah, 70. I see it plus 260. 80 is at plus 370. So. I chop but around I, on the 70 because that feels a little bit short. I kind of was hoping for three to one, three and a half, but mm-hmm. maybe. I mean, I, I, I don't know about 100, but I think he could definitely go for 70 plus. Yep. I mean, he and he's over this prop in the last two games. So I, I, I'm i a believer in Rondo Moore. You got another prop for us? Uh, So looking at the other props here, I do want to go to a kicking prop. And kicking prop has actually been very solid so far this this uh, Thursday night, especially. Yeah, because nobody can fucking score touchdowns. All they do is kick. But Will Lutz over one and a half field goals is minus 105. Hmm. How the yeah. hell is that minus 105? All the Saints do is kick field goals. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds mispriced as well. I'm and I, I want to actually go through those numbers for Lutz because his field yeah, goal kicking ahead. has really jumped up. So he started the year kind of struggling with his accuracy but he has been a lot better lately. And to go through the last couple of games, he ended up having four last week 
and he made all four. Now, against Seattle, he had one. Against Minnesota, he missed one. He made one from 60, though. So he's got a <laughs> cannon for a leg, and the Saints kicked four last week. I think they're going to move the ball, but we saw Myers get a bunch of field goal attempts against Arizona, and Arizona kind of had a bend-but-don't-break defensive philosophy in that game. I understand that he's gone under this number in four of the first five games, but I do like the fact that he's attempted at least two field goals in three of five, and he mm. made all four last week. I'm hoping Lutz got some confidence. It's also indoors. But Arizona's red zone defense, not too shabby lately. So I'm going to go with the over one and a half field goals, especially at minus 105, when I know he can kick it from six. Yeah, 105 seems. They're going to send him out there because he can hit it from that far out. So you have a lot of chances to get it. Yeah, I think. And I mean, you. the only thing I feel like would mess you up, because I'm sure they're going to move the ball. And that Cardinals defense is very good. So I think that they can hold the touchdowns. Yeah, I don't know why that's just 105. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep taking the kicker sharp. props until I lose on them. I, I mean, I've yeah. been crushing those. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about FUBU TV and the fact that you can get complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone in 4K, no extra charge. You get also 100 of live channels. I mean, no contract, no commitment, cancel anytime. It sounds like a no brainer. Oh, yeah. And did I mention it's all for a fraction of the price of cable? So right now you can try Fubo TV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Australia. Perfect place to go. Compare odds for all the major sports books. You can get different sign-up codes, promotion deals, all of that. Player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, weather, Bet tracker, all of that. Go to oddshare.com slash blue wire. Oddshare, number one site for your game day bets. All right, let's go ahead and get into the DFS lineups. Who do you have in your captain slot? So, for my captain slot, I've kind of been pivoting on who I wanted to use. At the end of the day, though, we talked about the props, and he's also mobile. I got to go Kyler. And I hate going Kyler, but the potential for a rushing touchdown means I basically have to put him in the captain spot because mm-hmm. I think he's going to have a big game anyway since the Saints really have struggled defensively with Lattimore being out in general. He went for 100-plus rushing yards last week. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, mean I, I have to put him in the captain spot. I don't know how I'm supposed to avoid it. I hate the defense. I like Kyler's versatility, and I think he could potentially have a big game either through the air or on the ground. Give me Kyler, as boring as that sounds. I don't think I really have much of a choice. Do you? I thought about maybe Kamara, but I I have to go Kyler. No, I didn't go Kamara because the Cardinals Cardinals defense. Yeah, they've been they've held opposing what's it called opposing running backs to some of the fewest fantasy points by a defense. So it was mostly just the pass catching upside that was kind of the tempting part about Kamara, but I don't know if I can get away with it. Yeah, I went Rondell Moore. Okay, I, I think that this is the Rondell Moore breakout game. He gets gets loose, gets in the end zone, has a whole bunch of yards. And really just because he's getting less attention. Like now, even if Lattimore was playing, the focus is going to DeAndre Hopkins. Now that Lattimore is not playing, they're going to put extra focus on DeAndre Hopkins to make sure he doesn't go crazy. And Rondo Moore has that skill set. If you think about him and Hollywood Brown, they have a lot of similarities. Now he's going to kind of step into that Hollywood Brown role and be able to take a streaker down the field. I wouldn't be surprised if he had a long completion for a touchdown here. So, yeah, give me Rondell Moore in my captain slot. Yeah, I don't mind that at all. I have Moore as well uh, later on in my lineup as a flex spot. 
all the reasons you said, the targets have been there. And he also occasionally takes some end arounds. So mm-hmm. he might be able to get a couple of running plays in where he might mm-hmm. be able to get some yards for you. But he's extremely dynamic. And with the Saints secondary, I do think more could get loose for one, break a couple tackles, and suddenly he's 70 yards down the field with a touchdown. So I'll go with more as well at a relatively cheap price for his solid amount of targets. Yep. All right. Let's give me, well, I'll go ahead since you said you had him. I'm assuming well. we're going to overlap on a couple. I have Olave. Yep. We want to just get it out of the way. Yeah, let's go ahead. You know I have him. Yeah, I have him too. So I, I don't think it's really much of a choice. With Olave back in the lineup, it's a big boost. He's had at least uh yeah he's had at least seven, uh six targets in each of his last four games he's had at least 13 targets in two of the last four games he's had one touchdown in his last two games and he's had at least 54 yards in four of the last five games so olave is a steady contributor in this offense he has red zone upside he's got a massive target share we also think that the saints might get blown out in this game early on so you mm-hmm. might see a lot of game flow where they end up abandoning the run but he's had at least 13.4 fantasy points on a DFS in at least the site that I'm using in each of the last three. I have to put him on. So give me Olave. Yep. Uh, I have Kyler as well. Forgot to mention it. I have Kyler as well. Give us somebody else. I took DeAndre Hopkins still. Okay. I mean, it's just the talent of DeAndre Hopkins and how bad that Saints team is to opposing wide receivers. Third in the league in uh, – well, fantasy points to the wide third, to the wide receiver position. Good, can't get that out. Either way, the third in the league it's in fantasy points to the wide receiver position. Even if attention comes DeAndre Hopkins' way, Kyler still gets him the ball. I think he could still have a pretty solid solid game here in his first game back. So, give me Nuke to get into my lineup as well. I I have I have the salary for him. I wasn't sure if I should take him or not because I already have a decent amount of pass catchers for the Cardinals. I'm going to mention mm-hmm. my somewhat sleeper play here, and I'm not sure if I should do it because the Saints are actually decent against the tight end spot. Mm-hmm. But I really thought about Zach Ertz, and yeah. I mentioned him for first touchdown because if you go through the last couple of games, he's been really consistent and in a good way. He had seven catches for 70 yards last week, six catches for 48 yards, six catches for 47 on a touchdown, six catches for 45 six catches for 75, and he had two for 14 in the first game with a touchdown. So he's had at least seven and a half points in every game. He's had at least six catches in uh, yeah, each of the last five games, and he's had at least eight. He's had at least uh, 10 targets in four of the last five games. But the Saints are good against the tight end spot. So I was torn, but I put Ertz on there because I really can't ignore the targets. The targets are crazy. You have 10 plus targets in four of the last five games. I have to put you in my lineup. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Ertz because I think worst case in the red zone, he'll be targeted and I think he could find the end zone. So give me Zach Ertz there at 10,000 roughly for salary. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was the reason. That was the only reason I didn't put Zach Ertz in minus because how good they were against the tight end position. That's the problem. I just, there's so many targets though. I, (laughs) I just can't ignore it. All right, let's go to another receiver on the Saints side, however. I took Marquez Callaway on Sunday, and he let me down. So I decided to double down and take him again here because, who knows, I may be right this time. And It went to Traquan Smith last time. Maybe it's Callaway this time. It really just feels like 
this is just that random player that everybody tries to have and say, if this person goes off, then I won. I think that's him for me. So give me Callaway. Yeah, I don't have Callaway there. I really don't have many serious sleepers. I know last week I had, for example, Cam Sims at like 7,000. He did nothing the entire game, but I still like the <laughs> logic behind it. You know, I, I try to find some people that could have a very solid like 2% ownership type of game and they absolutely go off. There might be Traquan in this game or Callaway, so I don't mind that. Uh, I thought about maybe Mark Ingram, but I decided not to because he's questionable. Maybe mm-hmm. he has touchdown upside, but I am. I was torn between either DeAndre Hopkins or Will Lutz. And Lutz, I mentioned for the field goal prop, but I don't know if I can fully take because I'm not sure who the quarterback is for the Saints right now. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go D-Hop at uh, 12,500. I think you talked me into him. The fact that Hollywood Brown was such a huge piece of that offense and he got basically half the targets. I mean, they yep. only threw the ball and now he's out and Hopkins is back. I got to assume that Murray's going to lock on his eyes on him the entire game. Yep. And he's going to target Hopkins a lot. So I wanted to potentially avoid taking it. I don't know if I can. I could always swap out more, for example, for Lutz, but I feel like I kind of have to have Hopkins in the lineup because of either touchdown upside or just target share. Yeah, I want to have six catches for 50 yards, and that's a solid fantasy day. I know. It, that I think I have to pick DeAndre. So I'm going to go with Hopkins for now. There's a chance I maybe switch out Rondell for Lutz, but I think as of right now, my lineup is Kyler, Olave, Moore, Hopkins, and Ertz. So I have one Saints player. It tells you I'm kind of low on the Saints. I'm just so low on that defense. Mm-hmm. I think if Murray goes nuts, or he goes, yeah, if, if Murray just goes nuclear in this game, then my lineup's going to do very, very well. Yeah. I have my last one because I have extra player. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. And I like it playing him here in showdown and not on the Millie Baker on Sunday. And it's because here everybody's a flex. So even though he's listed as a quarterback, I have him on here thinking him thinking of him as an additional tight end or whatever I really want to think of him as. But if I was playing on Sunday, I would have to put him in my quarterback spot, and I couldn't do that. So now that I get a flex position, I'll 100% have Taysom Hill because, one, I mean, he's technically a tight end, I guess, and this Cardinals team bad against tight ends, but it's also they just use him. They just use them any way possible. And there's a possibility that they start one of these quarterbacks. One of those quarterbacks gets injured and they can't play the other quarterback. And they say, Taysom, go out there. You're going to have to take snaps on the center. So, I mean, if that happens, I want piece of, Ch- of Taysom Hill. So give me Taysom Hill. Okay. Uh, but I definitely thought about him. Once again, since both quarterbacks are injured, there is a chance that Hill might get a bit more run at quarterback maybe. But the side I'm using, his salary was 10500 and when you're priced like 500 behind Olave, and I, I I thought he was a little bit overpriced on my site, but for your site, he's actually not bad. Yeah. All right. Other than that, that's our lineup. Let's just go ahead and get into our lock and anytime touchdown for the week. I am going, I want to lock up Arizona minus two and a half and just call it a day, but I hate being on the same side as the public. Yeah. Uh, let's just let's let's just do Kyler. 
Kyler's going to have a good game. DeAndre Hopkins is back. He plays well when Hopkins is in the lineup. And I'm telling you, he's going to save Cliff Kingsbury's career. Like, he's going to save his career yet again. For now. So, Kyler, yeah, for now. Yeah, Kyler Murray over 242 passing yards and a half passing yards. Oh, you found 242 and a half. Okay. Because I yeah. found 245 and a half. Even better. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 242 and a half. All right. And for my anytime touchdown, let's see. Oh, yeah. The value's on Rondell Moore this week. Give me Rondell Moore plus 250. Lock it up. I found 285. Yeah. Love it. Okay. So for me, I'm going to go. You know what? You went for the yards. I love the yards too, but I'll go with the touchdown. I'll go with the touchdown passes. It's even money. So Mm -hmm. it's a dog as a lock, which I always enjoy. Uh, So I'll take that. And since I do have Murray to throw at least two touchdowns, I'm going to take somebody to catch one. So I am going to go with, do I want to go DeAndre Hopkins? I I really would have done Ertz, but New Orleans being good against tight ends is a bit concerning. Hopkins Uh, being plus money is actually kind of wild. Hopkins at plus 115, I do think has value on it because I really hate the same secondary. I'm going to take it. I thought about Olave as well, but I'm not sure who the quarterback is. So give me DeAndre Hopkins plus 115 anytime touchdown score. All right. And I mean, to be honest, wait, let me see if I can find it first. Oh, I don't my long it. shot would be Trey Quan at plus 330. Yeah, that's a great price. I don't see it, but if you find it, I mean, just while James Conner is gone. I say just keep betting Kyler to be the leading rusher. For the record, by the way, Connor is questionable for this game. They said he's a game-time decision. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, if he plays, then... If he plays, I would would probably take him potentially for any time, but I'm not sure if he's playing or not. So, he's not on the board. Yeah. um, uh, I say just make Kyler your your leading rusher. Make Kyler your leading leading rusher. Whatever value you get it at, it was at 11-1 Sunday. I don't see the line here. I'm trying to find a book with it, but I can't find it, so... Uh, no, I can't find it. So, yeah, but I would just say, mate, Kyler, you're leading rusher. You're probably going to get some really good value on that. And I just don't think, you know, Benjamin is that good. Like, I really just don't think he's that good. He's been a journeyman going around the league for a reason. And so opportunity doesn't seem to help him at all when he gets the opportunity. That's just what I've noticed. All right. Anything else for people before we get up out of here? Not really. Once again, give me some damn points in this game, please. (laughs) We just want to watch some good football, or at least entertaining football for once. On a Thursday night. On a Thursday night, so hopefully this works out. But either way, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Reichel Radio. Besides that, I know Terrell and I did an NBA gambling podcast episode today that was already posted. Did a propcast episode with Munaf that was already posted. And, of course, we had the NFL Totals episode that we did about a day or two ago. So that was our that's that's been posted. I'll be back once again for the afternoon game breakdown on Friday uh, with Munaf. So stay tuned for that for the NFL Gambling Podcast and also still going to be on the NBA podcast later in the week. Tennis podcast coming out at some point in the next couple days. Yeah, once again, I don't sleep much, so I'll be producing <laughs> a lot of content. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he's at Rush already. I'm at really real underscore underscore. Make sure you subscribe to the NFL Gambling Podcast. Make sure you leave a review, leave a review, leave a review, leave a review. Hey, like, stop what you're doing right now. Leave a review. If you're driving, like, be safe. Don't come on like y'all don't listen to me anyway so don't try to do this while you're driving but leave a review 
other than that we're gonna be back at it again next week i have nothing else to say nothing else to do no idea how to end the pod so we're just gonna end it like this we are out of here